0: Brina Petrofessa. And I'm Lily Rugo. And this is Earth's Mightiest Fangirls. Today, we are talking about Spider-Man 2. We are continuing our spider run. Yes.
1: Which, Um, when I tell people I'm doing a spider run leading up to the new one, they get really excited. They're like, where are you? Have you, specifically about this one, they're like, have you seen the second one? Skip
0: the third one. I can't wait to hear about your journey. (laughs) So, I think Spider-Man 2 is the one Spider-Man movie that people say is like perfect. It's like the best Spider-Man movie to date, you know? Yeah. And I think
1: it's definitely the standout and I, I I just finished it like 20 minutes ago and I loved it. I had a great time. Mm -hmm. I think because I, I haven't seen it in like a decade and I think I have more nostalgic memories tied to the first one than the second one. So it was kind of like a first watch for me. There were like scenes I remembered and things that I knew were happening, but I don't think I was like on the nostalgia hype train as everyone else, because it was just it was such a new rewatch for me. Mm-hmm. I still enjoyed it, but I think I had more fun watching the first one than this one. Anyways, I forgot to do all of the the stats.
0: Sam Raimi again. Toby yep. McGuire, Kristen Dunst, James Franco. Yep. I don't uh, know who he, wrote it. Probably Sam Raimi, too. Yeah, it came out in 2004.
1: Alfred Go Goff, Miles Miller, uh, Michael Chabon. Oh, my God. The, he's an author. And, um, of course, the newest, biggest addition is Alfred Molina as Doc Ock.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Alfred Molina. Watching him in this made me so excited for No Way Home.
1: I rewatched the trailer. I, I, I kind of lied to you when I said I was getting a snack. I did eat, but I also rewatched the trailer because I wanted to relive what I remembered more. Um, mm-hmm. the co- my favorite thing... Do you want to do a plot summary before we get into it?
0: Yeah, let's do a plot summary. Okay. okay, so in this Spider-Man movie, we've got Peter Parker is so overwhelmed with the life of being a student and having two jobs, and, like, financial pressures from Aunt May, like, losing the house, Mm -hmm. and being Spider-Man, and his feelings for Mary Jane, and his friendships with with James Franco. Oh my god, (laughs) Harry, Harry. there we go. Like, he's just got so much going on, and it's just very stressful. And then he meets his, like, hero, basically, Mm -hmm. Dr. Otto Octavius. Mm Mm-hmm. And Dr. Otto Octavius is working for Harry, who, by the way, this is only two years after the last movie, which mm-hmm. means these characters are only 20 years old. Who let Harry run oh, yeah. Oscorp?
1: <laughs> I I keep reading they're 20, because in my mind, with like, they're okay, they're old. in college, they're doing this thing. My mind was like, they're at least 24. No. No, no. I mean,
0: I don't they're, think they're, they're they like 30. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Um. <laughs> But anyway, I, I digress. Um, Doctor Otto Octavius is doing some sciencey stuff that I don't fully understand. Mm-hmm. Um, something with fusion and whatever. Yeah. He yeah. basically makes a mini sun, and mm-hmm. he has the um, the four arms, the four mechanical arms, which, for some reason, he needs to be able to create the mini sun.
1: Yeah, I feel like the mini sun was just like plot device. We really yeah. just needed to get to the arms. <laughs>
0: Yes, um, and they're, they're supposed to be a little, like, AI chip to prevent the the, the arms from overrunning his mind. His brain, because they're sentient. fully AI as well, yeah. Um, and uh, in the process of the sun kind of imploding during the little, like, show that he does, <laughs> mm-hmm. the the chip goes out. And then our main villain of this movie is Dr. Otto Octavius, Mm -hmm. who is just being kind of, like, messed with in the head. But at Mm -hmm. the same time, right, he's the villain, but he is very background to Peter's personal struggle. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's just kind of, like, the... And I think that's why people like this movie so much is that it focuses so much on Peter and Peter's journey as Spider Man. Mm-hmm. And not necessarily like who the villain is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even While, though I will
1: say, uh, Doc Ock is played to perfection. Yes. So I do like I I would agree, I like that balance. A I lot. mean, they
0: don't they don't skimp on the, the villain, like Mm-hmm. otto gets a full backstory he gets a full he has like, a redemption. loving wife i was yeah. so
1: sad and i knew a second like the second they established fridged. how in love they were i was like oh no
0: yeah no i don't know i remember her dying like that yeah. was she got fridged what else do you expect yeah, from a superhero because I, I was
1: like because you meet him and he's very kind and i'm like what's
0: mm-hmm. his turning
1: point point? and this is my
0: wife and i was like that's the turning point the problem is is that it's like almost not even a turning point <laughs> she dies and he doesn't like he mourns her for like 10 seconds
1: yeah because the arms immediately take over
0: yeah so it it almost felt unnecessary like i think it would have been more interesting if she'd stayed alive and he still went crazy not went crazy Mm -hmm. but like got taken over by the arms Mm -hmm. and like that could have been a moment for him later is that like the arms wanted to kill his wife and whatever i fridging has always been an issue and will continue to be so so long as misogyny is a thing yeah Um, i was gonna say i
1: honestly i can't really imagine a superhero movie without one yeah um i will say the other thing is i thought it was interesting how in the first two because I know I know things about the third one based on what people things have told me. The first two movies are um the but villain gets Have you
0: ever seen it? Is that what's happening? You've never seen the third one.
1: There's a very high chance I've never seen the third one. I feel like I have because I know who the villain is, but it, again, if it's been years, it's been years. Okay. But the first two movies the villain get is gets turned by outside for- forces. Yeah. And I just thought interesting running theme, but we'll get to the third one when we get to it.
0: Yes, of course. Um, so that's basically what's ha- Oh, also Mary Jane is, like, engaged to J. Jonah Jameson's son, <laughs> randomly.
1: I do love the amount of J. Jonah Jameson we get this movie.
0: There is a lot of J. Jonah Jameson, and as we all know, I am a J. Jonah Jameson stan. <laughs> he's my favorite. I think he's, he's, like, my favorite fictional journalist. He's Like, I'm great. not gonna lie. And
1: the way J.K. Simmons plays him, also played to perfection,
0: and I I just really, I really want to emphasize that I just said that J. Jonah Jameson is my favorite fictional journalist <laughs> when Clark Kent, Lois Lane, and the likes exist. Was Clark Kent a good journalist? I don't know if he was a good journalist, but he's a journalist. Okay. <laughs> Lois Lane is a great journalist.
1: Oh, okay. J. Jonah Jameson
0: is my favorite, though. That's fair. That's fair. And that's all I got to say on that. Um, <laughs> Cara Danvers is also a journalist. Who? Uh... Clark Kent's cousin, Supergirl. Oh, oh, is she? Okay, she is in the show. Mm. I don't know if that's true in the comics. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, I, the other thing that is baffling to me—not baffling, but um, John Jameson, <laughs> the fiance, mm-hmm. is um, is from the Vampire Diaries. Oh, him? he is Elijah.
1: I don't know who that is. He's one of the originals. I still don't know who that is.
0: Okay, fun. <laughs> this is what happens. You read the books, you didn't watch the show.
1: Yeah, I didn't.
0: And you didn't even read all the books, didn't you, right?
1: So the first 4 books were written relatively close together, and then the show got popular and she wrote a fifth one, and the fifth one, the, she did not handle the gap well. So I it was only like read 4 decades later. <laughs> yeah, so I only really liked and read the original 4.
0: Anyway, I just like see him and I'm like that's Elijah. It's really <laughs> hard for me to not think Mm -hmm. of the vampire diaries when i see his face well that's Um, also
1: fair because he didn't do much with his face in this movie
0: (laughs) no no he didn't he was just kind of there and my biggest thing is just like why did they rush the wedding i know they rushed it so so much and then i was really wondering i was like well how what is the 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 amount of time that passes during this movie, you know? I have no idea. I think maybe like,
1: well, I can't even tell by their clothes. They're always wearing coats, at least from like late summer to, I have no idea. Because also um, Toby, oh boy, Peter goes on a, a hiatus. He He turns in the suit. And I couldn't tell if that was a week's long hiatus or a month's long hiatus.
0: I feel like, it. I, I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea. This whole movie could be Time one is summer nebulous. based
1: off of their clothes. Yeah. Maybe into like May into Maybe October. it's like
0: a year. You sure? It, I don't know. I just, I feel like a year based off of a wedding existing. It takes at least that long to plan one.
1: Yeah, I don't know, but also it also didn't look like the Jamesons were uh, sparing no expense, even though exactly. uh J. Jonah
0: tried. J. Jonah <laughs> Jameson did try not to spend that much money, but he always loses to his wife, who I think he secretly <laughs> loves. Yeah. Um anyway, I love this movie because it is just got such good, like character moments, I think. Mm-hmm. Um like I said earlier, this is one of the movies where, like, you actually get to know Peter Parker. hmm And because we've already been through his origin story, we actually get to see him kind of, like, play... Not play around, but, like, toe the line between being Peter and being Spider-Man. Like, mm-hmm. I think the, the driving question of this film is... Um, like who am i? Mhm. What do i want? What am i willing yeah. to sacrifice? And the the question he like he answers it for himself like he is Spider-Man.
2: Mhm.
0: Mhm. Um and because he's having this like existential crisis, <laughs> his powers are like slowly slipping away from him. Mhm. Which I don't, I don't know. I like I just wonder how that works. I was thinking kind of
1: like an athlete, like the more you get in your head, the worse you do whenever, like during a game. So I thought that's what was kind of happening to him until his eyesight started going. And I was like, wait a minute, buddy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. think that's how that
1: works, but okay.
0: Cause like, like technically, like in the Marvel universe, like m- mutants, their powers are tied to their emotions. Mm. But Peter's not a mutant. He's a mutate. Mm-hmm. So, and if you generally, for anyone listening, if you don't know, a mutate is someone who, like, has extra Something abilities. Something external happens to you. Yeah. An mm. external thing happens to you to give you your powers, and you're not, like, born with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I, and I just kind of, like, loved seeing him go on that journey, which mm-hmm. was, like, what is happening to me? What is going on? And then feeling like he could be happy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm without being spider-man but then the fire happens yeah and there have been many moments before this where peter has heard a siren and has not followed he watched someone get mug mugged and did not intervene Mm -hmm. which like first of all you don't have to be (laughs) spider-man to intervene when someone's getting mugged in broad daylight yeah. Like, broad daylight, too. This yeah, I poor, know. Poor guy was getting, like, the crap beat out of him, and not a single human being stopped.
1: No, I think, who knows how old I was when I actually did watch this movie, but I, this probably gave me a really bad impression of New York when I was a child.
0: Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> because, like, terrible things happened all the time. I mean, I don't think that that's wrong about yeah. New York City, necessarily.
1: Yeah, Uh, but yeah, this was happening in broad daylight, Uh, cell phones didn't exist, so no one could call the cops, no one intervened (laughs) either, it was just happening.
0: I, because we were so young in 2002, I consistently forget that people, like, still used payphones.
1: (laughs) It was a bit of a reality check every time Peter had to get a payphone, and I'm like, oh
0: like this this movie happened and took place within our lifetime and it's one of those things that like you take a second and you're like oh my god yeah technology has like not even like what's faster than a sprint because it's done that (laughs) just us in our short lifetime why
1: can't i think of what it's called when when you do a jump in space
0: a jump in up we like warp warp speed we warp speeded yes we warp sped into the into the future and it's literally insane. Yeah. Um It's weird that this movie is kind of giving me the same feeling of like it's so good I almost don't know what to talk about.
1: Mm. Uh so the things that stood out to me cuz it was basically just a second time I've ever seen this movie the because I watched it with my roommate Sammy and I've mentioned her last time because these are her two favorite superhero movies of all time. Second one is her favorite probably, and then the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, and just seeing what she got excited about because she remembers this movie so deeply, and she's from New York, and she was like, "This is my movie." Kind of a situation, a mm-hmm. like you. So that was fun to see it with someone else. And she was just describing things and like she had lines memorized, and I was like, "Oh, this is what This is what Spider Man means." And yeah. it's also nuts just to think about like yeah this movie came out in 2004 and the precedent it set for superhero movies like the train scene i knew it was in this movie but i couldn't remember where so i at one point doc ock and spider-man were fighting and i was like wait isn't that scene in this one or is it in the third one and she was like just wait. And as soon as she finished saying that, they landed on the train. And I was like, aha. Uh-huh. And I think yeah. there's so many things... And she was joking. She was like, oh, this changed the path of cinema. But honestly, I think that fight scene set a precedent for action movie, or like superhero yeah. movie fights, obviously. Yeah. There's um, there, there are... was crazy CGI that actually like worked. It wasn't cringy. The fight choreography was nuts. Um, I think it was also influenced by the matrix in like certain physics defying Mm -hmm. ways and stuff so yeah there's just so much of this movie that i would see i was like i can totally see how this was the blueprint
0: it was the blueprint but in a way that so i actually am kind i i was watching this in probably similar way to you actually that like i didn't fully remember every single thing about this movie you know like right i remember aspects of it but like i forgot that like the sun thing was part of it like i for mm-hmm. like there were pretty big gaps in my memory of this movie right. um and i watched that fight scene and i was like oh my god like not oh my god i i was thinking like wow, like, this is, like, it, it It was still, like, so fresh. Mm-hmm. And it didn't, you know how sometimes when you watch something that's old and you're like, ugh, it's just so cliched, even right. though it's the thing that, like, created the cliche? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You don't get that from this. Yeah, no. You know, I think it's the kind of scene that, um future movies have tried to replicate in some way or emanate mm-hmm. or emanate. Is that the word I want to say? Emulate. Yeah. Mm. Emulate. Copy. Uh, homage. Whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But aren't necessarily successful because I think that sometimes when um, more recent Marvel movies can kind of lean into very stale very similar choreography and effects. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not a lot, not a lot that's different from what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but this scene just is so good. The yeah. the from the second they land on the train mm-hmm. to every to the moment they leave, like that mm-hmm. entire scene is so. Capturing, like you yeah. can't tear your eyes away from the screen,
1: yeah. And I think part of it is the literal movement of a speeding train, but the yeah. forward momentum of like there is the drop and it's go time. And yeah. I don't think a lot of other Marvel movies uh, have that momentum to it. And the only one I can think of, and it's probably just because it's the most recent, is the bus fight from Shang-Chi. Mm. And again, that's a vehicle careening to a certain point so it's the same setup uh very different fight choreographies and filming styles but it had both scenes are the only two that I can think of that had that kind of you can't tear your eyes away from this fight kind of a feeling
0: see my thought was going to be you're right that it's very similar to the Shang-Chi fight in that way that like there is an external factor that's pressing upon them as well as the actual fight that's happening against the bad guy Mm-hmm. um to me i actually was thinking about how it's so rare now to have a one-on-one fight
2: mm, in a marvel yeah.
0: movie it's always like constantly these marvel heroes are fighting more and more and more people yeah so and it's, it's also
1: it... not as often hand to hand like i know doc ock and spider-man have like kind of long-range weapons but they don't have guns on them
0: no yeah. Um, but it, it's, so like, I think that phase one, there was a lot of 1v1 fighting, mm-hmm. but as the movies have gone on, it's been like, well, we need to up the challenge for each of our heroes. Right. And instead of creating stronger villains, they've mm-hmm. just created bigger armies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that's part of what makes the fight scenes feel so stale because it's usually, you know, our superpowered hero mm-hmm. fighting against a lot of lesser people until they right. get to the person that they want to fight, who is also not up to par with <laughs> our hero. They are right. just powerful because they have so many people at their disposal.
1: Right. I guess the other recent one-on-one like one-on-one hand-to-hand com- uh, fight is Black Panther is the final fight in Black Panther and the, um that one was also very well choreographed and very one-to-one I think the the break of the trains running in between them kind of I don't want to say killed momentum but like it had different pacing to it mm-hmm. but that was also still very engaging fight um because it was the emotional and the like plot climax um I, th- yeah, I, mean, it's I think
0: th- I think that all of these scenes have something very, like in common in one way or another. You know, mm-hmm. uh, between Shang Chi and this, there's that forward momentum of the moving vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, Black Panther has that too. While they're not fighting on the trains, they're fighting against the trains and against mm-hmm. the like
2: the gravity um, pole magnetization
0: or... of the yeah. the vibranium and. Um, they're also one-on-one and there's the one-on-one fight within uh the Spider-Man. I think there's just a lot going on. hmm mm-hmm. I I think it goes without saying that when, when we discuss like how Marvel has lost momentum, it's not usually about <laughs> like Black Panther or Shang-Chi. Because yeah. if you lo- listen to those episodes, you know that we love those movies. Yeah. Like they are so good and they are just like above yeah a lot of the rest and it's little
1: touches like this that made them better
0: yeah
1: yeah
0: and i okay the part of this scene though yeah that is so good this scene is happening the the train is coming to the end of a track Mm -hmm. and this is this is actually one of the 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 subways subways on in new york that's like on a bridge Mm -hmm. in the open like it's not underground so it's coming on the edge of a track on an unfinished bridge basically Mm -hmm. and doc ock has taken the has turned the speed all the way up and (sighs) broken the brakes yeah something went wrong with peter's mask he took it off I, this man took his mask off so many times in this movie, I, I don't understand.
1: I figure um, it played into it, but yeah, yeah.
0: And then he he puts himself in front of the train, and he does everything that he can to slow it down as much as possible.
1: When and, he put his foot on the tracks, oh, I was man. like, that man, his leg is gone. I'm he glad it his, wasn't. But like,
0: he put his foot on the track. That didn't do anything. Clearly. He shot out his web shooters. That one on each side didn't do anything, mm-hmm. and then he does. I love that New York is gonna be New York, and they're talking shit to Spider-Man <laughs> right in his ear. Yeah, <laughs> like literally right in his ear. Like, yeah,
1: the conductor staff. I was like, that you get that's it. Any other ideas?
0: And Peter's like, I got a few. I got a few. And he just like shoots out as many webs as he possibly can to like mm-hmm. you know give himself leeway to Mm -hmm. slow the train down. Mm -hmm. And he does... The train, like, kind of... The first car kind of goes over the bridge a little bit. But it's, like, enough that it doesn't actually fall in. Mm -hmm. And Peter is so exhausted. He's a... I, like, I don't even... This scene gives me chills. Peter... Sammy cried. ...is about to literally fall to his death because Mm -hmm. he's passed out basically um but before he has the chance to hands grab him from inside the train pull him up and gently carry him back inside to safety where they lay Mm -hmm. him down on the dirty subway floor (laughs) and all of these train like the subway riders look mm-hmm. at him and one specifically lies through his teeth and says, he's so young. <laughs> <laughs> he's not older than my boy. Which, like, is a sure. lie. He sure. looks 30.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but within the universe, he is 20. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and just the way that they all saved him Mm -hmm. like he just saved them Mm -hmm. brings like
1: chills yeah
0: and i have chills again just thinking about it like i think about that scene all the time
1: yeah because he wakes up and he realizes his mask is off and they're like don't worry we won't tell. And two little kids go like, hey, we
0: found this for you and they hand him his mask. Yeah. Even though um. he took it off like on the top of the truck. what it doesn't really matter. Um yeah. and then like and it I, it's the kids who say, like, we won't tell nobody. Mm-hmm. Um and he puts it back on and like and then Doc Ock comes. Yeah, Doc Ock
1: rips through the train again.
0: And, like, you think that New York is done standing up for Spider-Man.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: New York is not done standing up for Spider-Man. <laughs> because Doc Ock is like, Spider-Man is mine. And Get every single person way. on that train goes, you have to s- s- go through me.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Every single and it's one,
0: one, by one by one.
1: Like, if you want him, you have to go through me. And me. And yeah,
0: me. And, like, again, this feels like something that should be so cliched, Mm-hmm. So overdone. But it's not like it's just it feels so natural to the movie. It feels so natural to the scene. It mm-hmm. should it, it's not played for laughs. It's not it's done so seriously, so reverently mm-hmm. in such respect to Spider-Man and his character yeah. and who he means to the city. hmm. This it, is
1: right after the end. R- during right at the end of his hiatus pretty much so yeah. like, crime
0: has been rising people are like where is he this is his first appearance back as spider-man yeah like people have not seen him from For anywhere from weeks to months we have no weeks, idea <laughs> yeah. no idea um so to to know that spider-man st- still has the people of new york on his side hmm is like amazing is amazing mm-hmm And that, you know, Peter is still dying. Like, he's like, I I can't He's not okay right now. He's not okay. And Doc Ock, like, does, you know, throw everybody to the side of the train and is like, okay, fine, I'll go through you. Um, And it looks like like, there's, like, three people still keeping Peter up. Mm. And it looks like they're straight up going to be like, no, 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 you still got to go through us, too. (laughs) But he's like, no, like... I'll go with him willingly. hmm mm-hmm. No one else can get hurt. And I just right. think that probably solidified in all of those people's minds, like this is our hero, even mm-hmm, more. Mm-hmm. Because like he just sacrificed himself for everybody as well. hmm hmm Um. And then that just it's just it's just a perfect scene in it a really perfect is. movie. Yeah. I really think that this scene there is so much to love about this movie. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, this scene specifically is really what brings people back to it. I'd
1: agree. Because whenever I hear about this this m- movie specifically, it is that one. There's some other moments that are, you know, great and really good. But whenever people talk about Spider-Man, they mean the train scene.
0: Yeah. It's, it's the best thing that came out of this trilogy. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, if the, if there wasn't a trilogy and it was just two movies, that would be great too. <laughs> it seemed like a pretty solid duology. <laughs> it is a very solid duology. <laughs> the third one. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, I did text Lily after I finished watching the movie and I was like, I really wish that we could just skip the third one and go straight into our, Andrew Garfield. If we were lesser, lesser
1: podcasters, that's what exactly what we would do. But
0: here we are unfortunately we are not doing that anyway
1: yeah and i think and i guess we're just going to say this every episode now and i can't wait to compare when we get to the garfields but so the the spider run has caused a lot of discourse in the apartment about the different spider-mans and i don't think anyone in the apartment has seen the garfields maybe the first (sighs) maybe one of them sammy might have seen the first one but i don't even think so um I hate but that. But we've all seen the Tom Hollands. And we're just discussing about, like, you know, what we think of the three of them and what the stories have done. And I keep coming back to how right Sabrina is about how much they stripped away from the core character. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm so mad because one of my roommates absolutely hates Tony Stark. And I hate when she's right. And I don't think she's right. Because I'm... But Whatever. The MCU change they made to Spider-Man made sense in the MCU. Like, it made sense in the MCU timeline and what that Peter needed to do. But when you compare it to these two specifically, that's not Spider-Man, you know? Yeah. I think there is a very clear difference between MCU, Mm Spider-Man, and I assume the Tom Hollands, but especially the Tobey Maguires.
0: Yeah, I just watched um, a TikTok not too long ago that probably literally like two days ago quite <laughs> frankly um that was discussing why it started with this person was like i'm gonna show you the best spider-mans mm. spider man whatever right and it showed just a slew of the sp- spider man and like it started with toby went into andrew then a bunch of cartoons mm-hmm. no tom yikes no tom because this person was like, he's not a good Spider-Man. And I don't think that's anything... I don't think that they were necessarily saying that Tom doesn't play Spider-Man well. Mm-hmm. But that, like, the stories that he's in are bad Spider-Man movies.
1: Uh, and it kills me to say, but I'm going... I agree. I'm going to watch... We don't have time for... Our Spider-Run doesn't include the two to- the first two Toms. Because um, we don't have time. But I'm going to watch Homecoming again. Because I still stand by Homecoming.
0: I mm-hmm. still love
1: that movie. And uh, but yeah, I would agree that just you know from w- my my newfound education, my newfound enlightenment on Spider Man is yeah, it's it's different. Yeah, and I think there's some things that are lacking for it. Uh, the MCU made the decisions that they did because they really wanted to not rehash, mm-hmm. and who knows what like got caught up in copyright things. You know, we'll never know. But like the MCU did a lot of really radical choices. And looking back, I don't know if they helped. I mean,
0: it. I don't think that had anything to do with copyright, quite frankly. You think they could have done the full th- origin story? I think that they could have done a version of the origin story. I like I I I still don't think that we needed to see Uncle Ben die. Yeah. Um but there is a way to tell the story without us seeing Uncle Ben die. Um, but with having his presence still be known
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and
0: I, um, and to keep a lot of like the same markers of who Mm -hmm. Peter Parker is as a character. Mm -hmm. Um, but sorry, I want to backtrack to back to what I was saying about the TikTok that I saw. So it started with that with blah, blah, blah. And then she was like, if you want me to go into detail, I can on why of I course. don't like Tom Holland. Uh, or not Tom Holland, but, like, his Spider-Man. Right. Um, and she quoted, like, a blog, and I don't remember... I don't remember the person's handle right off the top of my head, but she was quoting this blog, and the the blog was basically saying one of the biggest issues with Tom Holland's Spider-Man is that they the MCU does not want Peter Parker to be poor. Mm. Hmm. And that is such a huge part of Peter Parker as a character. It's like yeah. he's a poor, like, paycheck to paycheck. <laughs> yeah. College, high school student. Right. Depending on where he is in his journey. Um, and because that is stripped away from him, a lot of his struggle feels mm. gone mm-hmm. like part of what makes him an interesting character is gone like even when you think about this movie right right um peter is late on rent mm-hmm. again i don't know why he's not living with aunt may i i i assumed because he couldn't fight crime for all the way out he
1: lives in the bronx right i think he's in queens queens why do i get that confused i have no idea but anyways you can't like be swinging into manhattan when you're sitting out in queens or at least just... it's a little faster when you live in a terrible apartment in Manhattan.
0: <laughs> I guess. It just... Money. He's poor. Yeah. Regardless. Um, not my point. Like, he's late on rent. He has two jobs. He lost the one job because he was too busy, like, being Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. The only reason he has the other job is because he is Spider-Man. <laughs> like... When they go to the bank, Aunt May and Peter, they couldn't even get the toaster because they didn't have $300 to deposit in the new account. Mm Mm-hmm. They didn't have $300. Yeah. Which, in 2004, is probably way more money than what it is now. Like, they are a Um, paycheck-to-paycheck family, mm -hmm. and Aunt May is on Social Security.
2: Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Because she doesn't have a job, because she's geriatric.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, there's just... At the end of the movie, she's moving out of her house. Cause yeah, the bank afford...
1: ba- they take it, or she moves out.
0: Yeah. yeah. Like, th- this is part of Peter's struggle, and makes him feel more real as a character. Mm-hmm. And he also feels... There's, um stakes yeah you feel bad for peter when he loses his job because you know that that's how he pays his rent mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. how he pays for his school for textbooks yeah um, i assume he's a scholarship kid quite frankly
1: yeah and it, i mean it makes sense because you also part of the struggle of like am i who who am i as peter parker who am I as a spider-man is you see what it costs him to be spider-man hmm yeah like, he could, obviously, like, if he wasn't Spider-Man, he would live a wealthy life or whatever. But, like, he would be able to get by a little easier. Yeah. If he wasn't Spider-Man, which he kind of finds out. But also, he needs to be Spider-Man. So, yeah, you see the stakes.
0: Despite what it costs him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Including, but not limited to, his friendship with Harry.
1: It seems like they're both pulling away.
0: I Harry mean, is an
1: interesting character, and I like his arc. Terrible dude. When Harry your sucks. best
0: friends father tries to kill you Mm -hmm. and in the process he himself dies because Mm -hmm. he tried to kill you Mm -hmm. and then you can't tell your friend hey i'm spider-man and your dad tried to kill me and when i dodged his quote-unquote bullet it actually Mm -hmm. whipped around and killed him instead
2: Mm
0: -hmm. um there's gonna be struggle there
2: yeah they
1: both pulled away because, obviously, Harry's already resented him f- for a while, and then he just kind of... This was a pin in it. Um,
2: and- well, Harry's
0: big thing this movie is that, like, Peter know- quote-unquote knows who Spider-Man is because he's always taking his picture, so, like, they right. have a... He assumes that they're, like, friends or something, but mm-hmm. because Peter won't tell Harry who, Spider- who Spider-Man Man is or how to find him, mm-hmm. like, that's... That's unforgivable in Harry's eyes because yeah, Peter so. knows that Harry wants to get revenge on Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So that's why the reason there even there is a train fight in this at all is because Harry is like, "Hey, Doc Ock, if have a you trade, want for Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I will give you this um, rare element mm-hmm. if you give me Spider-Man." Right. And so the end of that scene culminates in Doc Ock giving Spider-Man to Harry. Right, and when Harry's like Harry's got this knife, he was he
1: was so old school. He was ready to take Spider Man out.
0: I, I can't. Part of me is like that had to have been so dull for just being on display. Mm-hmm. And the other part of me is like, yeah, maybe like I, I feel like Norman would sharpen all of the, the weapons in his house.
1: Or Harry, that was his revenge knife. He'd been sharpening it off screen. <laughs>
0: specifically, exactly. Um, and before he does the stabby stab, he takes the mask off. And mm-hmm. like that just, like, yeah, Harry freaks out. And I loved that confrontation so mm-hmm. much. Because up until this point, Peter has had to continue to be like the bashful, clumsy, like dorky, nerdy person mm-hmm. that Harry believes him to be. Mhm. Uh, he also genuinely is. Yes. Yes. <laughs> he 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 is that. Mhm. Um but as we all know, I do love when like pe- when characters like use their strength and confidence in a Mm -hmm. scene. Mm -hmm. And this is that moment for Peter is like, I don't care what this is. Yeah. I am a Spider-Man and Doc Ock has Mary Jane. Mm -hmm. So I need to do the right thing. And I need to like save her and save the city. Yeah. I will say he, because at one point Harry says you killed my father
1: and it would have taken Peter a second to be like, No, "No, no, I didn't or it's complicated. Instead, he's just like I don't have time for that. And I was like, "Oh boy."
0: I Okay. I mean, That's Harry wouldn't have says, accepted.
1: Though. No, I didn't
0: anyways. Okay, like A, I think it's very telling that Peter doesn't say no I didn't even though I really was like just say it, no I didn't. Mhm. Um, because I think Peter does blame himself.
1: Oh, yeah, he definitely does. There's a like, lot a lot of guilt.
0: Like, yes, it was, he saved himself, um, but he probably thought, like, like, if he didn't rely so much on instinct and just dodged, but also, like, he probably thought he could have done something to prevent that from, you know, killing Norman. Right. Right. Um, so, it's very telling that he didn't say, no, I didn't, because Mm. he probably does think that he had a hand in killing his father, even Mm. though he is... Mostly, 100% innocent.
1: Right, 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 right.
0: Um, But what he says is, this is bigger than you and me. Mm-hmm. And he's right, because the city is at stake. And, like, that's the other thing about this movie, is that it's got a pretty solid script when it wants to. <laughs> yeah. And it uses these just, like, really concise great lines mm-hmm. and I like it, again chills <laughs> like when he said this is bigger than you and me mm. and like this is, this is Peter as Peter as Spider-Man you know like mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm. got both of that in him right in this moment
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: and it's so good <laughs> it's just again I love it when characters show their strength.
2: Mhm, mhm.
0: And this isn't like a physical show of strength. Right. It's He's coming to his own. It's his yeah. confidence. It's his. It's his demeanor. It's his. His confidence. It's. It's that entire persona of him being Spider-Man, and I do not mess around. Mhm, mhm. That is so good. Yeah.
1: I think the, and as much as this movie was uh, very good also another part of it that made it very good is the camp. It there were certain maybe it's campy now because it's 2021 but the like there were certain zooms that they would do on things that mm-hmm. I was I thought was a little campy um but it worked like it didn't age badly but it it aged it the movie um there were also a lot of fun uh, reflection shots. They used Doc Ock's glasses a lot. Mm. That was really fun. And then another thing that I was thinking when I was watching this movie is, and this, again, I can't wait till we get to the Garfields. The there is I feel like it's a genre or a very specific style. Of, if you do a Spider-Man movie, you have to get the New York City swing right. Mm. And I think that's something that these movies did really well because um, they but were really the fun. Hmm?
0: Like, previous to this movie, I don't think that, like, it's it's the blueprint for live action Spider-Man. Yeah,
1: yeah. well, I was also thinking if there were any cartoons, because even, like, um, any Spider-Mans that came after it, obviously, is you have to get that swing right. And, like, that was a part of um, mm-hmm. Into the Spider-Verse, it was Miles learning how to do it, and yeah. then you see it in the Tom Holland's and like that is such a specific thing that means a lot to this franchise that you have to get right mm-hmm.
2: yeah
0: well it's such just like part of how he gets around that if that looks goofy Mm-hmm.
2: Like,
0: how or how static have, yeah, yeah like how can you have a spider-man movie and not show spider-man swinging from web to web
1: Yeah, or just doing it, again, in a very just boring way. Yeah. And, like, this one, like, the camera traveled with him on, like, I kind of had to look away at some point, because after a little bit I got motion sick, because of just how much movement it was doing Mm. following uh, Tobey Maguire. Well, it is
0: actually pretty shocking what what a two-year difference can do for those scenes, because the difference between Spider-Man 1 and 2 Mm -hmm. is pretty drastic in, like, what they were able to do. The CGI on Doc Ock's arms—that held they're, up. It's, they're not CGI. Those they're not puppets.
2: CGI?
1: That makes so much more sense. I was. Wondering... I mean,
0: there's a level of CGI that goes along with them. But as...
1: like, there, yeah. I was wondering because they were so expressive, and it was—I mean—that's part of what made him such a great villain, and so much fun—is how expressive the arms I, were as I well. I think
0: they were puppets. Like, I think someone was working them. Mm um or he was working them like i think there was a there there was an element of like those were real mm-hmm. those were like real props that were existing existing on set with everybody okay
1: i love that more than yeah that adds to the movie
0: yeah um I, okay okay as much as... The, I know that we talked about Mary Jane at the beginning a little bit. Oh, yeah. As much as we say that this is a perfect movie, I hate so much what they do with Mary Jane.
1: She's really just there the yeah. entire time. Uh, good for uh, Kristen Dunst. I can't imagine how sore she was her, her throat was from the sheer amount of screaming she has to do all the time. Like, good for her... Damsel um, in
0: distress. Always. She didn't have a
1: lot to work with, so I can't really hold her accountable to too much.
0: Listen, I'm not saying that she did a bad job. I that's mm-hmm. that's not what I'm saying at all. Right. I'm saying I don't like what these movies do with her. You mean nothing? <laughs> yes. Um, I don't like that they start with her like looking lovey-dovey at Peter at his birthday, Mm-hmm. and then immediately her going. I'm seeing someone. It's kind of serious. And then, Mm -hmm. like, the next time we see her, she's getting engaged. (laughs) That
1: whole night was an F.U. to Peter specifically. Yeah. (laughs) Um,
0: Which was a gala held in John Jameson's honor.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Where he, you know, proposes to his girlfriend off to the side and then runs on stage to say, Oh, my God, Mary Jane just said yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Which, this is after Harry slaps part Peter. Oh my too, God, him, by the right. Because Peter, not Peter, Harry is drunk at this mm-hmm. thing. Um, and Peter is working this event, yeah. unfortunately. He's
1: the photographer
0: why he for Jonah Jameson. Um, and Peter gets, oh, no, sorry. Harry gets mad at Peter. Mm-hmm. starts slapping him mm-hmm. and because it's a bunch of rich people no one does anything because it's just like what's one rich people slapping a poor <laughs> ah, i'm sure he did something to deserve it um and then and then mary jane gets proposed to and she says yes <laughs> it's um, just back to back for peter and then i just felt that so much of what was happening with Mary Jane was so unnecessary. Like, she didn't need to get proposed to. Mm-hmm. Like, there, it was like this version of raising the stakes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But, like, her being proposed to and her leaving her fiancé at the altar are not necessary. <laughs> they really weren't. To her choosing him. Mm-hmm. Like, he could still exist in his entirety, you mm-hmm. know, um, exactly as is. And honestly, like, in my perfect world, if we change nothing mm-hmm. about her character or her plotline, which mm-hmm. is nothing in this movie anyway. Right. The thing that I would change, mostly, is that, like, the... The goalposts would have been moved. Like, <laughs> yeah. she wouldn't have gotten engaged in that scene. Like, there would have been probably, like, this big show of, right. like, this is my lovely girlfriend. She's been with me. We're living together. She's moved in with me, like, situation. Something, yeah. Um, and then instead of them getting married, that's when he would propose. And mm-hmm. when, and we would see that proposal. Right after some level of, like, us seeing growth and love between these two characters, Mm -hmm. like, there needs to be some sort of, like, sacrifice and choice happening here. We Mm -hmm. never at one point feel invested in this relationship. I think that there needs to be some version of investment in this relationship Mm -hmm. of her being like, I am choosing you for me because I love you.
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: And because you are good for me. Right.
1: Um. And for all intents and purposes, John Jameson doesn't seem like a bad guy
0: no he's just obviously settled he's second choice he's just not peter is the the only thing um but i wish that we had seen like steps to move past peter in a way that felt um sub 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 substitutive stop substantive substantial substantial yes Mm -hmm. um words are hard when you Mm -hmm. decide to drink alcohol Uh um And, uh, and then at the end, instead of a marriage, a whole wedding, a a proposal to marriage, (laughs) and we would see that conflict in her eyes after of just being saved by Peter, knowing who he is, Mm -hmm. um, knowing the decision that it would, it would be to end things with this perfectly wonderful, Mm -hmm. admittedly rich Mm -hmm. man in front of her.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: The opposite of Peter in every way. Yeah, we would see that struggle for her, and she would say no.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And like that would be her journey. Unfort, right. like, like I would just move those goalposts.
1: Yeah, and I think that would make sense, and it also wouldn't affect her story at all.
0: No, the one it thing wouldn't.
1: is. I am glad she became an actress on Broadway. Like, cool. Yes. She she did achieve her dream. I am yes. glad to see some upward mobility for her. But other than that, it that was it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> she, I she really... I know that it's part of the journey and whatever. I just like hate when. I I this is pre people knowing who he is. So I guess whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I just hate when like, you know the the hero can never make it on time for anything, and then people hate him <laughs> for it. And it's like, well, if you just knew. Mm-hmm. Um, or, like, having a friend who's always late to something and, like, just being so angry at them all the time for that. Instead of just kind of, like, adjusting your expectations, you know? <laughs> I just, it's, it's just a lot for me mm-hmm. of, like, how angry people get at Peter in this movie.
1: And, like, the only people who I think had, like, a right to be kind of mad at Peter for not showing up were the people who employed him. Yeah. Yeah. To- and, like, even then, like, you kid was trying. Okay,
0: the thing that bothered awesome, me... Manvi
1: didn't want to fire him.
0: The thing that bothered me so much was when Mary Jane was like, Harry's seen my show five times. Or, like, <laughs> or no. Um, John 5, John, Harry John, 2,
1: Aunt May once."
0: Yeah, John has seen my show five times. Harry's seen it twice. Aunt May's seen it. Even my mom and my father have seen it. And mm-hmm. part of me is like, y- y- you know that you're 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 fiance saw it five times because he's rich right
1: yeah I was gonna say and was so like, is
0: Harry a
1: part of me is like did you get comps for Aunt May
0: yeah like are those comped tickets for your very poor friends who mm-hmm. don't have enough money in their bank account to see a Broadway show front row
1: <laughs> they also they, you can't make eye contact with the person in the when you're on stage with the seats can you
0: Ooh, Front row, yes.
1: Oh, Okay. You
0: can you can see the first few rows. That's h- horrifying. Yeah. Um, you can definitely see the first few rows, depending mm-hmm. especially on how the theaters are set up. Like, I've been mm-hmm. to theaters where um, like the Brooks A- Brook Atkinson Theater in in New York is um, mm-hmm. the the seats are like right against the stage almost. Oh. Dear so God. like, if you're in those first few seats.
1: Yeah. The actors can see you. Oh, that's horrifying. Okay, I guess because that, that got me throughout the movie is like, are you really making eye contact with Peter yeah. right now? Well,
0: she even is. not to, you know, move in another direction again. Um, even when I did like theater in high school, I could always see the people in the front row. And like the stage is not, was not like close, it was pretty far away. Like mm-hmm. it, it just depends on the theater and like the lighting and the setup. But like, I think usually the first couple rows you can see like who's there oh fascinating yeah yeah anyway um hate what they did to mary jane Mm -hmm. love this movie otherwise perfect um (laughs) nine out of ten
1: what's the one
0: mary jane mary jane yeah that makes sense mary jane yeah i I,
1: together the first two spider-mans are 10 out of 10 Um, for sure. Watching them back-to-back is a great time. Watching them just together is... Watching them back-to-back is a great time. Watching them just, like, separate is also a very good time. Yeah. I don't know if what I would... I think I would have to see it a third time to really give it a rating because this was so fresh. Mm. And again, I'm trying to separate the hype from what I saw. But, like, yeah, solid. 8 for 10 at least. You know? Yeah. Um, And I'm interested... As much as I am becoming disillusioned with the Holland Spider-Man's, The Spider-Man has gotten me really excited for the movie. I'm so excited for the movie. I'm getting more cuz like when the, you heard our trailer, you better have heard our trailer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> go back and listen to our trailer mm-hmm. episode. We weren't excited for the the movie, but seeing Spider-Man in context or like getting a little bit more history of what the character is yeah. has been really interesting. And I love Tom Holland. I think he's doing a great Peter and a great Spider-Man, and there's just a lot of differences we have to accept. Yeah, but the Spider Run has been fun. I think we'll see if I
0: still think it's fun when we f- watch the third one. I think for me, like rewatching these, this makes me like really hopeful that they're like that, that Toby and Andrew actually do make an appearance.
1: Okay, I feel like they have to. I they know have to at this point. I was I rewatching know. the trailer and I was like, oh my god
0: i have to <laughs> yeah i just i will scream if they're in it i'll scream if they're not like mm-hmm. I, they'll be do two very different kinds of streak screams but either way i'm gonna scream Mm-hmm. Fair. um anyway with that we'll be with you till the end of the line You can follow me on Twitter at TheSabrinaPet. You can follow Lily at Lily underscore Rugo. And you can follow the podcast at EMFangirls. And you can check out our website, com, And email us at EMFangirls at gmail.com. If you liked this episode, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. You would really appreciate that. Mm -hmm. And we are also available on Spotify, Stitcher, probably other places. We don't know. It just... We, we put it into the feed, and then it, they just appear.
1: Yeah. Thanks to Dex, Dexter Britton for letting us use their on Wonderland, and thanks to us for
2: editing and producing.